So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. Hour two of Three Guys on Sports with Nick, Noah, and Sawyer kicking off here. And uh, you guys are welcome to join the party as well. 834-1027. If you got AT&T on your phone, maybe. Actually, text will probably work. Text will probably work there, but you guys can always call as well. Uh, And here he is. We do every day at 12 o'clock and noon on the dot-ish. It's time for Horns at High Noon. Longhorns at High Noon. Hook them. Hook them indeed. We got a lot going on this weekend uh, with all four teams uh, I'm referring to for your Longhorns baseball team, as we know and have talked about briefly. Uh, had a big win against Houston Christian. They will be taking on Cal Poly three game series here at Dish Falk starting tomorrow, 6 30 p.m. is when the first throw, first pitch will be thrown. Um, they take them on, like I said, three. That'll be as well on Saturday at 1 30 and then 1 p.m. on Sunday and then even Tuesday taking on St. John's before they head down to Houston to take on LSU, Texas State, and Vanderbilt. What a, a trio you got there. That would be the Astros Foundation College Classic at Minute Maid Park, taking on some big names, obviously, in baseball there. Uh, softball, ladies, they won last night big time in five innings. They also played Houston Christian. That was 14-1, to one, mercy rule, I believe. They, will be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are balling, let's just say that. Uh, mm-hmm. They are 8-0 and currently. They had some games canceled, but took care of business against Stanford, number 9 in the country. They won 9-3 to down in Clearwater. And Tennessee, number 2, they beat them 2-1 to last Friday. Uh, they are winning a lot of ba- uh, softball games, and they continue their Lone Star State Invitational, which will be held here at Red and Charlie McCombs Field. They'll be taking on Louisiana, Colorado State twice, Stanford again, uh, and also Louisiana one more time after that. And then they go down to San Marcos to take on Texas State. Um, so that soft, the softball team ain't no. The baseball team only has lost one big series there. Women's basketball, uh, yesterday they took on Texas Tech Red Raiders at the mood. They won 77 uh, to 72. The ladies are balling. They are one game behind Oklahoma for first place in the Big 12, sitting at 12 and 3. Oklahoma is 13 and 2. Let's see who OU is playing while I got this right now. They play Saturday against Oklahoma State at home, and then they get uh, Texas in Norman. 23 ranked Oklahoma taking on number five, your Lady Longhorns, uh, finishing off the year. They only have a couple games left. Men's basketball as well. We'll transition there. Big one. Big one in Lawrence this weekend on Saturday, 5 p.m. They will be taking on the Jayhawks of Kansas, number nine in the country, playing solid ball, but a team that I've I've watched a lot of basketball, uh, Big 12 basketball as of lately, the last couple yeah. of weeks. A team I believe is beatable. It'll be tough to beat them because... Well, so, so remind me with the Kansas thing because they uh, Bill Self got ejected. They lost. It was against Texas Tech? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Have they played since then, or are we getting them fresh uh, off of that? They have played me. Oklahoma in Norman and beat them by 10, and that was okay. Saturday. Okay. So they get a whole week off. Uh, I don't, don't want to come off of that uh, disaster of a game where they get embarrassed. It's, it's not no good for the Longhorns. No, so. true, because they, yeah, they got smoked 79-50 to 50, that game you're referring Oof, to, Nick. Yeah. 
Uh, but they did beat Oklahoma by 10 on the road. And yeah, this is a big one. I mean, if if the Longhorns can get this, this will help their stock with bracketology. I believe last time I looked uh, a few days ago, they were at the 8 seed. Um, if they can get up to a 7 or 6, I think that's doable. And this win, if they can pull this off, would be a big component to them getting a higher seed. And yeah, I mean, that, that that's your kind of roundup with all the teams here. Baseball, basketball, softball, all included, ladies and men's. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. The ladies basketball team had their lowest margin of victory last night over well, Tech. Well, uh, Coach Vic Schaefer was not th- uh, thrilled. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was not pleased. He did not was not as praiseworthy of uh, the Longhorns women's basketball team as he was. I like that he's much more of a hard-ass than Rodney. Rodney's a hard-ass yeah. about the wrong things. <laughs> he is. Yeah. The whole zone. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see if the if, if the women's team responds, but uh, high hopes for them. Uh, here, I, I want to talk about Bijan Robinson yes. and his mm-hmm. goal, but I want to push that to next segment because we're almost we're almost out of this one. Uh, but I do want to talk about. Are you guys familiar with this peanut butter controversy with Lake Travis yeah, and the peanuts. Longhorns? Yeah, I saw all this. This is crazy. Yeah, there's a four star recruit, a defensive lineman from Lake Travis. Uh, what's his name? Gus Cordova. Yep, who was uh, being recruited by the Longhorns was supposed to visit. Uh, April 20th, I believe, is going to be his last recruiting visit. The official one was going to be with the, the Longhorns. And so that, that tells me that he's going to go, like, he was, pl- I feel like he was planning to go through, talk to everybody else, and right. then come back and say, visit Longhorns last, and then declare for us mm-hmm. a hometown ish uh, guy. However, he uh, looks like the Longhorns have paused recruiting after uh, a report by KX saying that he was he put peanut uh, peanut butter or peanuts I, yeah, was like a bunch in a of teammate's peanuts. locker room in his uniform who had a, who had a yeah. peanut allergy yeah. that they knew yeah. could kill him. Jeez. And so now uh, a bunch of people on social media for the most part are like, do not recruit this guy. Right. What a scumbag. Yeah, all it's like a teammate. Uh, Xavier Worthy and Jonathan Brooks, I uh, believe, just tweeted out the wow. article. Really? Wow. Just kind of like saying, like, no, no, didn't say anything about it, but just like, hey, look at this thing. We're all set here. And uh, yeah, now it looks like the Longhorns have pause on that, and which, which you know, uh, if you feel like, uh, I've seen a lot of people push back and like, oh, would nobody... Nobody in that Texas locker room has ever gotten a second chance, and blah blah. Like this is this is different. This man. is different, yeah, man. Did it multiple times. Or like, too. There yeah. was other well, teammates. Like they, they, I think they, that his, his parents reported him, and then so like I guess he's his mom said that he's been bullied and retaliated against, yeah. and that just like they put a peanut to granola bar in his locker of just like I, I don't know as, as a threat. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get it. The idea of a peanut butter allergy being something this serious is kind of like laughable if you don't actually have mm-hmm. you know firsthand experience with that. Which I don't have any food allergies. Um, but I it's opened just, my locker in college one day and there or high school one day and it was just an f- aquarium of lobsters. <laughs> Did, yeah, no, sure. okay, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got them like uh, taking you to the Red Lobster and like throwing you in the tank or something or like wow. at the grocery store yeah. wherever those lobsters live. Just like you're like it's no. endless peel and eat shrimp, sir. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is kind of thing. And, and the the point of this for me is just that I like that the Longhorns are like, hey, uh, we we wanted to build a culture. This is not what we're looking for. No. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, best of luck at A and M or wherever yeah. you want to go. D bag move from a D lineman. Yeah, just not. I mean, just plain and simple, not cool. I guess there's there's really aggressive form of bullying. Not, but like that, like death is on the line here for this kid. And he mentioned that apparently is what the mom yeah. was saying in that interview I watched. I just don't really understand why you would do that in general, but let alone your own teammate. That doesn't make sense to me. So I, I'm also glad that, you know, I don't, sure, the kid probably deserves a second chance. I'm sure he'll still get an offer somewhere, whether it's 
maybe my smaller school now, but yeah, where George Washington Carver graduate from? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the Aggies will take this guy in a heartbeat. They don't care. Yeah, it, that's care. that's unfortunate though because I'm sure he probably wants to be. As you mentioned, his last visit was here in the Forty Acres. He probably wanted to come home. Um, and uh, that doesn't sound like that'll be happening, but that's his consequences, man. You got to yeah. learn from that. That's, that's just ridiculous. Now, can I say this, though? This kid, because the, the article mentions his mom talking about this kid being bullying, and Lake Travis is like, uh, oh, we, it doesn't meet the legal standard of bullying. So they, they just, they benched the, the teammates that did this mm-hmm. were just benched for a couple of games, I believe. Um, and then, yeah, the, obviously the coach is going to handle discipline in-house, make them run, do gassers, up, down, something like that. Uh, the kid who is being bullied, 6'5", like 240, like, just go kick their ass, man. Yeah. Like, Of course, if they're smeared in peanut butter, they can't, can't get a That would be a good defense. Yeah. It would be a good defense. Probably the first one he goes after is not going to be able to, to, to get that. But, like, the last guy, just sit there and cover yourself in peanut butter and can't get me. Can't get me. <laughs> but... Anyway, uh, again, just as a Longhorn fan, it makes me feel good that we are not just going to brush over this thing, and, and so yeah. that, that makes me feel good. Uh, you know what else makes, does it make me feel good as a Longhorn fan? Watching Bijan Robinson run for 2,000 yards next season. Ooh, oh, yeah. That's his goal. Do you think he can do it? We'll discuss when we return. Three guys on sports. All right, we're back. Three guys on sports, 127 ESPN Radio. And I uh, got a special delivery in the studio. Good news for Noah and Sawyer. They got some tacos from our man, Florida man, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Congratulations. Kyle. Uh, it is National Margarita Day, Kyle. So where are the margaritas? What are you doing? Ah. Come on, man. Don't half-ass this. Like, you're going to troll me with food that I can't eat. I was saying, I feel bad, but you're looking so good. And man. it's like, yeah. Well, also, uh, today it's perfectly fine because I have uh, some vegetable chili from Soda Weight Loss. There you go, National Chili Day. National Chili Day. Look at that. I'm on brand. There we go. I'm on brand. You guys enjoy your tacos. Uh, Noah, you mentioned you're going to be out at the rodeo this weekend. Next weekend, yes. Oh, is it next weekend? Next weekend I will be doing the barbecue Ah. and then after that the festivities continue. Uh, just was is, it, is it going on this weekend? Yeah, started last weekend, I think. Okay, okay. The festivities so. that Rodeo Austin wanted me to share about were from the 8th on to the 23rd. We got a whole month of this, so I'm really excited to get down oh, there. Okay. Went to my first rodeo ever. Not a lot of rodeos happened in Michigan. I went to the Cedar Park one uh, back in August. Good time. I had a good time. Cool. Yeah. Would you ever get on a bull? Uh, no, probably no. not. Yeah. I'm all I, set I, on that as of right now. I, I like watching it. I'm watching the bulls do, do some uh, mutton busting with those little kids. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was I'll crazy. Those homies that. were that's hanging on for a while. Some weren't. Some were. It was impressive. Yeah. Um, you guys go to rodeos often? You yeah. Rodeo yeah. 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 Growing up you in Houston, Texas? go to the livestock yeah. show and rodeo yeah. down there. Yeah. Uh, saw Larry the Cable Guy. Oh wow! There you go. Yeah. They the had shows they have there are insane. I've been to the Georgetown one a couple of times. They do some bull riding out there. Yeah. Like like they're fun. I used to have a buddy that would go out there and just like help them cook. Yeah. Do all the uh, man that, and they would just stay out there at a, a RV all weekend and okay. just have a a, a blast. It, it it's fun stuff out there. I'm all about it. Uh, the reason I mentioned it though, uh, now here without getting paid and compensated, uh, <laughs> as I'm happy to do, is that if you are a Ryan, if your name is Ryan R Y A N, they're doing the Ryan meetup. Huh. Uh, here they're trying to set a Guinness World Record for the largest same name gathering. Wow. Uh, this is all comes from a um, a local artist here in town, whose name is obviously Ryan. But now I a lot of Ryan's out there in the world. Do you think? Oh yeah, local musician Ryan Hunter. They're also going to do a bull riding competition with a special prize with their name on it and a square dancing extravaganza. 
They are trying to break the record set by 2,325 Ivans in Bosnia and Herzegovina in 2017. <laughs> wow. Uh, now, if you guys, I don't know if you guys are aware, but they've been trying to do this with Kyle Kyle's, in Kyle, yeah. Texas. No, Kyle Kyle's, yeah. Couple years. Uh, apparently, Kyle's, you, you're letting people down. We're not able to break the record. But if you were Ryan, uh, there's just the not h- enough monster energy for a Kyle Fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm pissed about? Fellas? drywall sales are through the roof. <laughs> uh, Noah, the name Noah, mm-hmm. is now like the past few years been Kyle like the top. The yeah. number one name for, for boys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I don't like that. Dude, uh, at, least, yeah. at least it's just boys. Sawyer's been going both ways for I a couple of years, if you know what I mean. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, every time my friends tell me they're having a kid, I go, you know, it works both ways. It you does. use Sawyer or whatever you want. I've never felt, uh, met a, a, a lady Sawyer. Lady Sawyer. I've Apparently. met a lady Noah. Uh, that's, that's happened before. Okay. She didn't have an H. It was just N-O-A. And I think Noah Cyrus is not her, her mm, name. Yes. Miley's little yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's thrown around a little bit there. Nick, I don't know if Nick would There's be. There's always another Nick. There's always another. Like, Nick is, it's, it's not one of the super popular names, right. but it's probably like a good top f- 10, top 15. I did a gathering of my Nicks once. Yeah. Um, Bushlight Clash the Coliseum would have been two years ago. Um, yeah, I, uh, it was unintentional. I invited a friend over. I go, these are my friends. This is Nick, Nick, and Nick. And they thought I was doing a bit. And I was like, no, they're just all <laughs> named Nick, and they happen to be here right now. You know, the old new heart. Now I got a fourth Nick. This is great. Oh, I'm not going to make you rank Nick's. I'm not going to put Oh, I wouldn't do that. I'm going to tell you this. If I ever take a day off and you put another Nick on the station. You're all I'll number one Nick's in my heart. Look, uh, we once on, on the morning show on 101X back in the day, uh, they called me. Uh, they We had an intern named Nick mm. who they declared Nick number one. Oh, oh that's so mean. That's always, yeah, there's always, uh, always another Nick around. Um, and it's also a hand-me-down name. Now, uh, my mom has uh, informed me that this is not necessarily a true story, but it's what I heard from my dad growing up, and so I choose to believe the fun in life. Uh, when my older brother was born, they had a list outside the hospital of potential name ideas, and everybody <laughs> who went to go visit them just voted. Yeah. And the number one name was Matthew, my older brother. Okay. And number two was Nick. So I literally have a hand-me-down name. There you wow. go. So, Do you know right. what you would have been named if you were a girl? Caitlin. Jessica, I think. Jessica, Caitlin, yeah. Noel. Yeah, they should, they kept go. the whole theme Aww. there. Noah and Noel. Yeah, that was yeah. Dick Holden's middle name. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, now here's the question. He's born on Christmas yeah. Day. Dick Holden. Did your Did your mom? Did your parents? Did they want a little Noel? My they mom. Got stuck with the Noel. One thousand percent wanted which, which, Noel. Oh, yeah. no question. She yeah. She Jonah came out. That was the my only other sibling, and she was not happy about having Jonah. She probably wanted Joanna or whatever. But yeah. So no. from birth, the ladies were sad to see your penis. Uh my mother. Sure. <laughs> You want a girl? Nah, yeah. I, I follow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's yeah. just yelling. <laughs> I am. She's yelling. Clip it short. <laughs> My ass fun. hurts so uh, bad. Oh no! I right. uh, haven't played that in a while. That's yeah, I say Florida man. That. Shout out. Uh, here, uh, I tell you what. Right, if you ask me, there's only one Bijan. Even though there's probably a couple of them by now. Uh, Bijan Robinson has mm-hmm. come out and said that his goal for this is sophomore year in the NFL is 2,000 rushing yards. And yes, yeah. Arthur Smith's gone. He could probably do it. The only thing holding him back is he's got to let all the air out of Tyler Algier's tires on game day. <laughs> yeah, he does. Keep him off the field. Uh, he said, I know those are big expectations. What we can do as an offense with the weapons, our O-line, with uh, new offensive coordinator Zach Robinson being at the helm, it can be something special. Yep. And so he thinks that 2,000 yards. Now, I forget. I think he got 1,000, right? Am I oh, wrong? He got uh, he, he j- just under. Okay. 976 Yards rushing for touchdowns. Flu game cost him. 
Uh, he can def two thousand yeah, total right. yards is definitely going to be uh, obtainable because he got over fourteen hundred total yards from scrimmage uh, last year. And yeah, I mean it, it's it's crazy that he came close to getting a thousand yards, which is not impressive to me in twenty twenty four. Like that's like kind of like a like just any replacement level running back should be able to get a thousand yards, but he did that. While while everybody complaining about the fact that Arthur Smith wasn't using him properly, right? And he like, wasn't. What the hell is going on, right. Bijan? And yeah, as you mentioned, Sawyer, he did have that one weird game where he was not where, where they didn't. He was play active, him, but, but they yeah. didn't play him. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, do you think that that's a reasonable goal, or is this just? I think yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah because uh, Zach Robinson is coming over from the Rams. And look at what Kyron Williams did on an incredibly short season for okay, himself. Okay, but Zach Robinson was the passing game quarter uh, coordinator, quarterbacks coach, so he's not really involved with the rushing. Well, but, yeah, but I mean, if he's taking the well, offensive schemes of that team, just too. coming coming from the Rams, yeah, the Sean system that that is very running back friendly. He always likes to have that. Yes, yeah, so that's a good point. I, I would say fifteen hundred is a very good mark to set it at. I think he should be happy with that, considering the most this year wasn't even fifteen hundred, and that was Christian McCaffrey, who was just shy of it by forty one yards. I think two thousand all purpose yards is definitely doable. Yes, hundred percent. So, I mean, if he can get fifteen on the ground. Um, like you said, though, uh, he wasn't utilized correctly. Like that's yeah. not really his fault. He's still ranked in. Uh, looks like here fifteenth overall in rushing yards amongst the whole NFL. Um, so that's. I mean, that's that's good numbers yeah. for what they were doing with him. And Arthur Smith's being a fool and not right. using one of the best players they took over eight overall. Right, eighth was it eight? Yes. Yeah. Pretty. Kyron high. went for eleven hundred on twelve games. That's crazy. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand twenty-one, Jonathan Taylor uh, had eighteen thousand. Uh, 1,811. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, the closest one. I'm trying to go back and look through the last 2,000 yard rusher is going to be Derrick Henry in uh, 2020. 2020 yeah. yeah. Which, Bijan, Derrick Henry, a uh, little, 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 little different styles there. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I think, I, I, look, first of all, I, I like this idea. I don't, I don't make fun of what uh, everybody was making fun of Tyree Kill when he declared that he was going to go for 2,000 last year. Mm-hmm. And he scared you. He scared all the haters out there. Um, yeah, damn near at eighteen. I I like I like the mentality of of these guys to sit there and want to do that goal. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, I, I don't. I don't you know, if you were sitting like whatever, Bijan, ha, good luck. Uh, no, it doesn't matter whether he can do it or not. But I I, yeah, I think he he could definitely get to that that fifteen hundred mark, which would be a lot just on the ground for sure. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see how they utilize him because you you took him that high you need to use him he's that good of a player for sure so I, I think he can do it 2,000 like Sawyer said with with uh, with both stats for sure I think that 2,000 all purpose yards is very obtainable for him. Now what about if they end up getting Justin Fields like does he add to the rushing because I, I know that that's uh, yeah I, I actually don't think it would from what I saw from Justin Fields this season when he actually had a few more weapons to throw to he didn't have to run as much and they have weapons at Atlanta I mean even though they did say what Kyle Pitts we love him blocking yeah. um, I think if you run can, the option it helps Bichon out there yes because suddenly you have another threat in the backfield exactly like the take yeah, yeah I think that'll help yeah I was listening to Mina Kimes this morning she was talking about Justin Fields mm-hmm. and um, why you know the, the the Steelers and like talking about the Steelers and how that would fit with Arthur Smith and uh, how what that would do to their rushing attack, yeah. and you know, you you've seen with the the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So, um, the other quarterbacks that I've seen for the the Falcons, uh, I mean, obviously Kirk Cousins, um, mm. but was uh, Baker Mayfield? Hmm. Just stay in the NFC just, South. Just came out the other day. If if, if he up is the coast if he is, a little bit, yeah. If he yeah. if Baker Mayfield is not Trip kept by the Bucks, 
which uh, we've, we've established why they can't franchise tag him. Franchise tag yeah, thirty five million, right? Yeah, yeah they're paying that much for Baker. Bet. But they could just sign him a decentish deal. I think they would want to. I, I would. But uh, if he were to leave the Bucks, the Falcons were the betting favorite to land Baker Mayfield. I think that'd be a decent fit. But if yeah, they that, can't get him, uh, well, Justin Fields. What's scary about franchising uh, Baker Mayfield for the Bucks or even offering him a contract is it does sound like he's about to lose a thousand yard receiver. So maybe we'll see what they do. Uh, draft wise, if they take a new guy, I mean, guy they still or have Chris like Godwin, and yeah, Godwin kind of had a down year last year. That's for well, he's sure. He's caught off but, injury. Yeah, right. Or my uh, I don't think he had anything. Yeah, he was banged up throughout the season. But I think Bijan's chances at two thousand yards are definitely better with Justin Fields than than Baker. Yes, Fields. yes, correct. I would say that for sure. So, um, and look, I mean, even Tyler Algier is not going to like. You can have two decent running backs. Like that's not going to hurt him as well. So. No, it's, it's, that's key in the, today's NFL. Having two running backs is ideal. I mean, you can ask the Cowboys; they could probably use a second running back, right? All right, coming back. KFC is getting into the pizza game. Oh, really? Just a little mandatory non-sports. Want to talk about some fast food for you guys? Uh, plus, I guess Noah, we can talk about the miracle on ice and the anniversary of that. As Forty-four well. years. Do you believe in miracles, Nick? <laughs> like you're excited about that more so than I am. Uh, we'll do that. Plus, get the puck out of the way and return. That will do. Three guys on sports. Three guys on sports in your ear holes. 1027 ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer. You guys can always chime in as well on the text line, 834-1027. Uh, also, give us a follow on Twitter, if you would like, at three guys on sports. It's the number, not the letter. And I believe there is still time to vote in yesterday's. Yes. It was not a draft. Normally we do drafts on Wednesday, but Sawyer and Noah had competing, dueling top five lists of NBA jerseys. Uh, and there's still time to go vote on that, even though uh, Noah, I believe, has a huge lead. Yeah, he's killing huge me. Lead right well, the now. number of votes, though, you could definitely uh, win this one, Don't mention the number of votes. It's millions of votes, Noah. Millions. millions of votes. Millions, millions of votes. but we want millions more, exactly. There you go. Uh, I only bring that up because the winner of this uh, dueling top five list is going to pick our movie to watch this <laughs> yeah, weekend. We'll announce it tomorrow for um, for Movie Monday. Yes. So uh, tune in for that. Both watch. Feel free to watch along with us. Uh, we'll find out what uh, probably Noah's going to pick. Unless you guys just rally for Sawyer. Yeah, could rally. Yeah, I promise to pick a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here uh, I want to get into. Uh, uh, we are get the puck out of the way. Talk a little NHL with you guys here. Only sixty seconds. Don't worry. Don't 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 freak out, guys. <laughs> That's what you think. I know. Uh, but before we do that, Noah's got some interesting uh, stuff here on college football. Yes. The the lines are out next yes. year in big games. Exactly. Early college football betting odds lines for the big games, the notable games going into the season. There is three Texas is mentioned in of this. It looks like eight in total. So uh, it's Michigan, actually seven in Georgia, total. and Oklahoma. It, the, yes, sir. That's right. Uh, starting it off, they do mention, uh, we'll just get the Texas ones here. Uh, let's guess, though. I want to see what you guys can do here. Georgia coming to Austin. What do you think the line is set at? How much is either Texas or Georgia favored by? Well, let's see. Georgia's going to bring back Carson Beck. They they're are. losing uh, Brock Bowers. They're losing Lad McConk. Not a Lad McConk. Georgia minus two and a half. Conky, That's where we're going with you, George Wentz. Do you want to guess, Nick? Uh, I'm going to say Georgia minus one. Minus one and a half, the Bulldogs Ooh. are. So that'll be a very good one. Give that one, Nick. Uh, Texas taking on Michigan up in Ann Arbor. Oh, Texas minus like 15. three. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half for the form, for the national champions. Okay, Michigan is a two and a half point favorite. Nope, nope. No, Texas is. Yeah, which I, okay, I, I'm okay. not surprised okay. by that, to be honest, just for how much Michigan's I, a lost. A little bit with the big house. Like a little, I mean, yeah. 
it's not the loudest stadium. I hate to say it. To uh, yeah, but and it would be a way tougher game for Texas if we're playing that November. Yes. you know, kind when of chilly when it gets cold. This gonna be in the sixties. Yeah, yeah, nice because that, that's week two. For that's you week guys? two, correct? Yeah. For so, I mean, who, who does Michigan open up with? Uh some nobody. Yeah, I got to okay. go look. I think it's like Colorado. But I mean, just coming off the national title, Sean Moore. Yep, yep. But you lose. I mean, Michigan is losing. We yeah, quarterback running back. Eighteen people are invited to the combine. They're gonna be losing a whole lot of guys. Head coach. Yep, head coach. Exactly. And then uh, here we go. Red River. What is the line for Red River? Texas minus seven. Okay. Texas minus seven. Texas minus six and a half. Ten and a half yeah. for your Longhorns. Yeah, take that These sooner. Are, yeah, this is all through FanDuel. Uh, notable games also. The Buckeyes are favored against oh, oh, uh, Buckeyes are favored against Michigan. Yeah. This is down in Columbus. Buy a touchdown. Give me the points. I want Michigan there. They're playing with house money there. Oregon taking on Ohio State. That would be in Eugene. They are a point and a half favorite against Oregon. Is Oregon is that the Ducks sense. are a favorite. Uh, going down to LSU hosting Alabama. LSU is favored by two and a half in Death Ooh. Valley. And finishing it off with Georgia is going to Alabama this year. Finally, they're playing the regular season. Georgia's going to be favored in that. Bulldogs one. are favored by three and a half. And oh, that, how convenient. Nick Saban leaves. You get Washington's coach know. there. So now you're finally going to schedule that start. game. Okay. I will say All take right. the points. I am the Michigan homer. I like the plus seven for Michigan. They're playing with house money there. We have their number as of the last three years. Uh, but yeah, no, those are those are good lines, I think, for Longhorns favored. Besides the Georgia game, it's almost a pick them. Uh, yeah. But, I, I mean, mean, like, yeah, that's going to be a tough game, but it is at home. Like, that's huge. That's, that's close. Like, ten and a half for time. Oklahoma. That kind of speaks volumes of what they think of Oklahoma and what they, you know, what losing their Remind quarterback. Me, is, it, is it Georgia, Oklahoma, or Oklahoma, Georgia? It's Georgia, Oklahoma that the Longhorns uh, face in the schedule, right? Those are back to back. I don't know if they're back. They might be. I think, um, I think, yeah. Is it but Oklahoma, I think they Georgia. take a week off after the Red River, and then they play Georgia, Georgia here late in October. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. So th- those are, I mean, I thought those were definitely notable. Those are interesting for sure. Texas yeah. being favored by 10.5, and, and then also 2.5 against Michigan. That's, mm-hmm. that's going be, uh, be, awesome. to be an awesome game. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Doesn't mention uh, Texas, Texas A&M? It does not. No, oh, which I'm going to go with Texas. Texas minus 10, yeah. yeah. It's down there, so maybe maybe 10 and a half. Definitely a touchdown. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I know a lot of the Longhorn fans, uh, since they, they talked about the you know uh, the Aggies coming back and playing them, like having, having discussion of like what's a bigger challenge for the Longhorns in the SEC, Texas A&M or Oklahoma? How do you guys feel about that? Because like there's still a part of me... I still have too much respect slash watching Bob Stoops just beat the crap out of the Longhorns yeah. in so many years. Rivalry that, game. That I, I still no. am giving them credit for that, even even under, um, what's his face now? Brent Venables. Yes. yes. Um, They're losing Tyler Guyton, though. Shout out Chris's are, cousin. Oh yeah, or nephew, secu- I'm sorry, nephew. Our security guard, you know, Chris. No, he's turning 50. Chris? You're not supposed to say anything. I know, please not listening. I think he's out of here. He is. He's out yeah, of here. Okay. Unless he's listening to us on air. He's, he's in security, man. He's always he's right behind you. I just did, had no clue that man was 50 years old. Yeah. He's well, looking good. Uh, Black don't crack. Now I get why he hates LeBron so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, okay, I'm going back to it. Who's going to be a tougher challenge for the Longhorns this season, Oklahoma or Texas A&M? Uh, I would go Oklahoma. Yeah. I know it's going to be a tough environment in uh, College Station. Yeah, but give me Oklahoma, who just the only regular season loss for the Longhorns. That's tough. They got their number, and they play. You know, that's a big rivalry game. I know Texas A&M is also a big rivalry game, but I don't know what Texas I also think A&M that there is. could be an issue of uh, Texas maybe accidentally looking a little too far forward with Georgia right around the corner. And that too. buy in between, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little vacay oh, time. Oklahoma. 
we'll fall break. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's going to be tough. I mean, just the thing is, I know that Texas A&M is going to be so amped up for that game, and it's, it's going to be um, – Texas is going to have to go in there and just be on their game and everything. But, like, I, I don't I – don't, again, I, I just – I still fear Oklahoma way more than Texas A&M. I mean, that might change. We might see under uh, – Who knows? Mike you know, Elko. Jimbo, if, if it's Jimbo Fisher coaching Texas A&M in a big game, I'm going to go ahead and feel more comfortable. Cool. Am I wrong? Did they ever? Did he ever actually play Texas, or was that past his time? I don't think they ever played, right? As Jimbo Fisher yeah. the head coach? No. No. Because Kevin Selma was even right. the head coach. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's Johnny Manziel. That's when they went to the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, text message 834-1027. Noah is the most tolerable Michigan fan I've ever heard. Oh, try to be I feel like right. I owe him a beer. So I, look at th- you. Thanks, man. There's a lot of bad Michigan fans. So, yeah, I get it. But I'm, uh, I try to be honest. Try to be real. You are very realistic with, with your fandom, which yeah. is, is one of your most annoying traits. <laughs> just like, no, like, like you, you're very realistic. And so, like, when you face disappointment... Uh, Which I have lions. a lot. You, you uh, handle oh, yeah. it well, and I'm like, no, I, I show me, give me the tears, Noah. Yeah, the, the tears, tears, the tears have been cried when I was a child watching <laughs> Michigan lose to Appalachian State in, in person. That that kind of <sighs> set the tone as a young Wolverine fan. Uh, but hey, they finally did it. It'll be really tough for them to do it again this year. But if they make the playoffs, that is my expectation that they will make the playoffs at least. Well, making the playoffs is going to be easy now. It's probably eh, Big Ten's going to be tough. they got to play some good teams. good teams. And you get Texas to, to, to kick it off. Texas gets it. I mean, yeah, It's going to be hard one and one out of the gate. Right, exactly. So I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see what Sharon Moore does with this team. And they're returning a lot. of. Although they're losing tons of guys, they're returning a lot of good players. Right. Will Johnson will be a top 10 pick, uh, one of the best corners in the country. You know what? I, uh, oh, that's what it was. The, the, uh, the Broncos. Sean Payton apparently is in love with your boy J.J. JJ. McCarthy. I've been talking upstairs with a Broncos a fan about that. Drew yeah. Brees in that action. How do you feel about uh, your boy J.J. the Broncos? I mean, That would be the 12th pick yes. overall. Yeah, which it seems incredibly high for J.J. McCarthy, but yeah, he's, why not trade back? He's um he's jumping up the, the list. I've seen him as high as eight with Atlanta, yeah. which, whoa, I would not suggest Atlanta do that. I think you go get either Baker or if you can get Justin Fields, do that. I mean, I think J.J., it's tough to say because I do think he has the attributes. But at Michigan, and uh, y'all know this, like he did not have to do much other than hand off the rock to running backs because of how good yeah. our O line is uh-huh. and our running backs were. So I did. I've seen flashes of this kid could be good. I think it's very situational. Well, last year, very situational. Not this this mm-hmm. season, but the, the last one. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yes, he he did it in the Ohio State game. He did. Like that, they could not have beat Ohio State without JJ McCarthy. Right. And so like. It's there, and I've seen. Like I said, I've seen a lot of people say that if he, if they had to throw the ball, they would be viewed as if Joe Burrow. And there is a little bit of that yeah, that's a confidence little, in there, that, that. that cockiness as well that I like, and and I think. And he's only lost one game as a starter in college football. So that, and it was the TCU game where they got smoked. But I think we know a little bit more about that. About well, the that was signs, because they. Yeah. they TCU cheated by knowing that were, cheat. Michigan was Michigan cheating. Was no, cheating. they cheated by knowing we were cheating. No, it's not cheating. So. It's not cheating for TCU. I'm going to give TCU credit. They <laughs> smoked 51 on Michigan's head. I was like, what the hell is going on, Blue? Best cunt defense of the country, my ass. Uh, but explain something. But yeah, no, I think if I could pick one spot for him, I'm throwing this around the, with the fellas, the, my Michigan friends back home, I think Seattle would be the best spot for him. Because Geno could kind of mold a little and play still. Okay, and then, you know what? And I'm yeah. giving, giving credit to Gino, even though I'm not a big Gino fan. Um, I think that would be, if you got to throw him in right away with like a Denver, 
I think that could be a little bit of a, it's going to take some time. But I think if he could get molded by a quarterback for a year or even half a season until Geno goes down, um, I think that would be a good fit for him, especially their weapons, too. they got great weapons. You know, I saw the Seattle thing there, and I immediately was just like, no, why are you, Geno Smith is your quarterback. But that, that makes sense to, to give him a yeah. couple years to, to season. Uh, I and don't then, hate that at all. Yeah, I think that would be the best fit. Minnesota is another interesting one to throw out there, too. What about a New York team? JJ the Jet. JJ, JJ the, Jet. the Giant. I like JJ the Jet. Actually, I think the Giants are kind of screwed with the, the money they're paying. Daniel Jones, Dimes. But it, don't they only own two more years? That's true. Yeah. I think yeah. if he got a year under Rodgers, whoa. Yeah, yeah, that would be impressive. J-J-J-E-T-S. Oh, oh, look at that. I thought you were doing the there Wentworth thing there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you're excited about uh, uh, your boy, J.J. McCarthy. Are you excited about what's going on in the NHL? Let's round things Ooh, out here. Yeah. So we get yes. the puck out of the way if you are ready. 60 seconds Let's go. on what's going on with Noah Kreitz. We start off with Buffalo. Buffalo halves their way with Montreal as the Sabres win. Three to two. Connor Bedard doesn't score for the Hawks, so Sports Center doesn't care as the Flyers win three to one. The Bruins and the Oilers trade leads throughout the third, but it's the Bees that get the win in OT. The Ducks were down 4-0, but came back to tie and then figured it was good enough to put the Jackets score three late to win seven to four. Austin Matthews is balling. He gets his 50th, 50th goal in 54 games and notches his 51st. Uh, as the period uh, later on in the period, the Leafs beat the Yotes in Mullet Arena, six to three, and that is your night. Austin Matthews fastest to fifty in twenty-eight seasons. Crazy! I sent you that last night. Yeah, that kid's pretty good at hockey. He's pretty good, Jim. He keeps it up. They're saying that he's the one that could break, break Wayno's record Oof. for goals. Get How many does he have to go? Um, he's got a, a whole lot. career to go. <laughs> but it's the fact of like the pace he's on is faster than what yeah. Alexander Ovechkin was doing. I don't know that that Gretzky record seems like it's unbreakable. But Ovi's starting to turn it on a little bit yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Leafs haven't lost a game since a uh, fellow for the sins took a clapper on the open net. That was unreal. They're six and zero since that happened. Fired him up a little bit. That got him going. Yokes. 11 straight losses. Yikes. Not good. Getting ready for Salt Lake City or Houston. Houston's also another name thrown out there. All right. When we come back, we're going to finish up the show here. Last chance for romance. If you want to get on the text machine, 834-1027. And I want to talk about KFC getting into the pizza game and what that means. We'll discuss when we return. Three guys on sports. Final segment on today's show. Three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you as well. Uh, our guy Zach from New Braunfels texts into the text machine 1027 and says, In other sports news, how are Noah and Sawyer at pickleball? We need a fourth on Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. Pickleball? Right, yeah. uh, I, I, I prefer the table tennis variety, but I can pickleball. They were talking about us having, a, having us call a pickleball game. Oh, oh yeah? Email came through. I would like yeah. to do that. That'd be fun. Doing like fake sports broadcasting for yeah. fake sports. Who was doing that? Uh, I don't know. I saw it. Brenda. 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 Oh, oh yeah. okay. Now we're perhaps on. I think it was. It would be you oh, and right. me going at each other, and somebody oh, was going to announce. Okay, it. there we go. Okay, we could do a little like seven days in hell. Was that Zach? You said. Yeah. Yeah, we could do a little. We could get some duos well, going. You guys want? Nick, we, if you want to try a, it out. We, we've got a court Sunday. Let me know if you guys want to come pick a ball. Awesome. Out there wants to pick a ball. Uh, I think we're gonna be able to hit the pitch. Which you guys have not been to the pitch yet. Pretty cool. I haven't pickleball yet down here. I did it like. I used to play back in Tulsa with my friends. Yeah. But 
Not I, I don't play also. consistently enough to be good. Like it takes me like a, a good hour to, to get, get warmed, warmed up, up. in the groove, but um, it's fun. It's fun. Anyway, let me know if you guys want to do it. Yeah. We're, we're happy That'd to have fun. you. Uh, okay, let's go to the quickly uh, the phone lines here. Eight three four one two seven. We got our guy Northside Dave wants to talk about Bijan Robinson, his uh, goal to get to two thousand yards next season in his sophomore year. What's up, Dave? What's up, Dave? Hey, I hope so because you know I feel for the guy. I mean, he was here, Tom Herman did barely use, didn't use him enough. And I feel uh, the second season, or the season, I mean, he only had 11 touches, I think, against the TCU Horn Frogs in that post uh, uh, loss. So they do. And then, of course, he goes into his and this idiot coach doesn't use him. Yeah. I mean, this guy is ready to bust, in my opinion, out and show everybody what he awesome. really can do. Because, yeah, we've seen it, but. This guy is amazing, and I just don't think that we have even caught uh, what he can really do. So I do hope he pairs it up and hits that 2,000 mark on that. Oh, one more thing. Last week when you guys were talking about sports movies, mm-hmm. you have got Road to Glory. Ooh. Yeah, that's a great basketball movie. Yeah. Come on, man. No, that's a good one. Western beating uh, uh, Adolf Hitler there and yeah, yeah. with all the white guys. Yeah. That's no. great. Yes, that movie. There we go. We'll oh, like, oh, oh, Glory Road. Glory Road. Glory Road. Okay, I was like, Road to Glory. I don't know what that is. Glory Road is the one about the West. Is that UTL Paso? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Decent movie. It's also got uh, Emily Deschanel. Bones oh, yeah. is yeah. the wife. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, That's oh, right. Oh, look at her. She's not just a weird robot who knows about <laughs> uh, bones and stuff. That was fun. Uh, all right. Yes. Thank Dave. Uh, thanks, Dave. Glory Road. We'll put it. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get eventually get to that in our movie Monday. I need me some Glory Road. Glory Road. <laughs> <laughs> a fun mashup there idea um speaking of glory ish sports movies miracle yes. today is the 40th and was it 44 44th. years yeah, 44th yeah here, take it away no you, you talk about this i got the clip ready whenever yeah you clip want. go ahead play it One of the best sports calls of all time. It is. Yes. That could be the pick of the movie. You haven't seen that one, have you? I have not seen Miracle. The most interesting thing to me about that whole situation is that people forget that's not even the gold medal game. Yeah. No. Like they right. be, they have to beat the Russians and then they go on to I think play Sweden. They do. And then they get the gold after they do. that. Spoiler alert history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout yeah, out I, Mike Girizoni. Uh, Mike Greenberg dedicated a whole segment to this and I, I felt bad because I'm like, I don't care. Damn. Well, like, it's the last time we won gold. Yeah, it's been a long time. 1980, yeah. man. It's been a long time. Really? They're preparing. I think they'll be good. They'll oh, I guess that might not be the last time. Uh, might be right, honestly. If it's 44 years. Yeah. This U.S. team now is going to cook good. the Canadians. Austin Matthews, who we just mentioned, he's he's mm-hmm. one of those guys. Both that's the Chuck brothers are goaltending's out of control. Yes, it is. Uh, we got a great I see defense. What you guys are doing. You just want to talk hockey in another segment. Well, this if any just, other sports would be played right yeah. now, yeah. NHL. I like I like talking yeah. about beating the Soviet Union too. <laughs> yeah, <what laughs> screw you? them. Her Brooks, shout out. Kurt Russell plays that in that movie. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Uh, Northside Dave says it was Finland for the gold. Oh, Finland, yeah, yeah. Same colors. Finland, yeah. Sweden, Norway. They're all blonde and tall. Yeah. Blonde, tall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Shout out to them. And that was, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. So maybe I'll have to pick that, even though Nick does not care, apparently. But maybe you'll care after watching the great 04 movie. It's a great well, movie. I mean, I just, look, it, it's, it's, it's weird to me to celebrate that. And like, like hockey's not going on. The, well, I mean, hockey, the NHL is, but like. Winter Olympics, baby. When we get to the Winter Olympics, and it's also 44 years. I don't like celebrating things. Give me, give me a good round number. 50 years, 45. Fine. 50, yeah, 45. 
I guess 44 is alliterative kind of, so maybe that maybe I should appreciate that. But like, who wore 44 on that team? It wasn't Yurizoni. I don't know. It's a good question. the The Olympics in 2026, when they will actually be playing, is in Croatia. Really? Okay. Is that right? Am I looking at this right? Is Winter Olympics in Croatia. No, no you're not looking at it. My computer just crashed again on me. So in the oh, Italian city. Never mind. It's in Italy. Um, but yeah, no. I, yes, I, Italy, Croatia. Yeah, same thing, right? Same thing. Yeah, Finland, yeah, yeah. Sweden, Croatia. They're all tall and blonde over there. They're all tall there. and blonde <laughs> over in Europe. Exactly. No, I just wanted to mention it. Saw that, and uh, we'll get off hockey. I know this isn't, you know, the hockey I'm show, also, but you know, here's the, here's awesome. It's just as awesome. Here, here's, great here's movie. Great, great moment. Blasphemous thing is that I'm not a big Al Michaels guy. Okay. So I'm just like it, it's a great, yeah, great iconic call, iconic game, but it's just like okay, man, like. I don't know. Just, it's just, uh, that, just that's a hater. Beautiful. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here to appreciate this history. moment in sports history. Because, uh, yeah, Greeny was talking about what, how it's like one of the most iconic moments in sports. Yeah. He was trying to think of For something sure. that comes close to it and, and really couldn't. And so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But it just, I'm just. They just right. had no business, that team, because there's a bunch of college kids. Back then, it was all, it wasn't the NHL players. Yeah, they didn't allow them to play. Yeah. And in ah, fact, too, the too Soviets. No, they're not good. The Soviets came over and did a series against the NHL All Star team and worked, worked them pretty them. hard. Yeah. Worked them. So, yeah, it was not expected to happen, but a bunch of kids who played at like Minnesota and schools like that, Boston U, uh, took down the Soviets. So it was just like remarkable considering how good. Like, that was. With the Soviet Union, they were legit. The soldiers, they were in the Soviet Union to be professional hockey players. Like yeah. that was what it was. That was their job. So, um, getting that Russian sauce, getting that sauce. Yeah. So, want to shout that out. I know you have your um, what is it? KFC. We got to talk about that, right? Well, I was trying to look up see when Rocky Four was because I was like, well, look, really, Rocky just loosened up that whole Cold War. Ah, form, good old so Rocky. That. No, that was that was four years after the Miracle on Ice. So I guess I guess we'll give credit to. Defeating the Russians to the to the hockey guys. Um, uh, before we get out of here, one last thing I want to talk about is uh, yeah. KFC is rolling out a cheesa pizza mm. pizza. Mm. Look at this! It is a pizza made from fried chicken. So I don't know if you guys remember like, the double down. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. classic a bun. I'm a double down. Oh, you guys have yes. a double down? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. those are my high school days, baby. Uh, oh, I was working on morning radio. That's fine. Uh, but they're so the the fried chicken. The fried chicken fillets are going to be the crust with marinara sauce, mozzarella cheese, and pepperoni on top. Uh, they're apparently been then wow. doing it overseas. <laughs> oh wow! You know what I call that? Years a chicken parm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it looks like, exactly like a chicken parm. Yeah, uh, it's going to be available at most KFC locations nation- nationwide starting next Monday. If you remember the Taco Bell Mexican pizza or the just the chicken sandwich wars of 2020, uh, good luck. But um, for a limited, it's a limited time thing, unclear how limited it'll cost nine ninety nine on its own, or you can make it a combo meal for twelve ninety nine. There you go. Cece's is rolling out a uh, Nashville hot chicken pizza. Are they really? Yeah. They're throwing Nashville hot chicken on. Also, one of the biggest like missed opportunities, and I think the entire Round Rock, Austin metropolitan area is there's a Tumble Twenty Two attached to a Via Three One Three in Round Rock, and how they don't do a collab blows mm. my mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they share the building. So just give them the between Nashville and Detroit. Do they not I, like I have no idea, but I mean, you get one of those they Detroit took pizzas. And, yeah, they took all of our auto workers. <laughs> Damn you! Um, do you guys like Via Three One Three? Speaking of that, yeah. yeah. Okay, get down on it. Both styles of pizza they sell. I yeah. mean, it's it's you look know, obviously it's a little bit over overpriced, ridiculous. Bit. But you know, if you if you're hankering for a good Detroit style mm-hmm. pizza, 
Uh, I mean, I, I like I like Jets. Jets is good. I got no problem with the Little yeah. Caesars. Yeah, mm-hmm. Little Caesars. Even going, you know, Gaddy's with that. But like, if you yeah, if yeah. you want to get a Detroit, it is the best Detroit style pizza. In yeah, yeah. I get it crispy. It's a little soggy. Three three one three doing three dollar thirteen cent margaritas today too. Oh, oh, there you well, go. There you go. Yeah. Next celebrate National Margarita Day. Wow, Come dude. Full circle like on the, the show. Rain man of alcohol deals. <laughs> forty two toothpicks. Forty two. There's still eight in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Pay your employees. Yeah. All right, fun show today. We'll do it one more time tomorrow with you guys That's as right. well in the week. Uh, so far, surviving no football, no mm-hmm. problems. We're doing it. No, we got to draft these tacos over here. That's <laughs> We're right. splitting up the team. Uh, y'all enjoy that. Y'all enjoy that. Conference realignment. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy losing weight. Waistline realignment. <laughs> soda weight loss. All right, see you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. The job is done. We can go home now. 